0: Today's Issues continues on AFR with your host, Tim Wildman, president of the American Family Association.
1: Hey, welcome back, everybody, to today's Issues on the American Family Radio Network. Thanks for listening. We failed to mention last hour, but if you listen every day, you know this already, you want to watch this here show, go to Facebook or YouTube and type in Today's Issues. Type in Today's Issues for Facebook or YouTube, and you can watch the show live there. We also post the stories that we discuss on our, uh, where where we get the source of the the news story that we talk about on this show, we put it up on Facebook, so you can have it for yourself and read it for yourself and pass it around if you want to, so check that out. Um, Steve Jordan joins us now. Good morning, Steve. Good morning. Ray Pritchard's with us. Ray's in Kansas City, Kansas. And, uh, Fred Jackson in the studio with me, Tim Wildman. And, uh, we're here in our home studios in Tupelo, Mississippi. And we thank you for listening wherever you may be across the fruited plain. Or maybe you're on a mountaintop. I don't know. But, uh, thank you for joining us. All right, Steve, uh, What's leading the news in in, uh, your world there?
0: Well, um, I I do this not to mock the man honestly, but this is the man who is going to be picking the next Supreme Court justice who has his finger on the trigger of the nuclear code, the nuclear bombs. President Biden was at a meeting yesterday about Build Back Better. He was meeting with private sector CEOs. And I just want to give you a sense, a little sense of how it went. This is cut for
2: but uh, um, I might point out your uh, when I went to Dearborn driving that uh, you know uh, it was up there. I don't know, man it, it uh, I think the press thought I was crazy. I enjoyed it so much going up and uh, your new EV factory and, uh, and that uh, that hummer. Okay,
1: I'm looking for a job, Mary. What was it? Was he? Who was he meeting with? Was it some kind of press conference? It or was, something? No, it was
0: a meeting in the White House, uh, one of the dining rooms or one of the meeting so rooms. So, why do you
1: bring? Why do you bring that up? Well,
0: uh, I think it's important to chronicle or at least to note um, and to keep before the public's eye that this this man is the one who is taking making important decisions about foreign policy. I mean, he's the one that's talking with, with Putin about Ukraine. So We're he's, supposed to feel better. No, I don't. I don't want to make us feel better or worse. I just want to make us aware that it hasn't gotten better.
1: Yeah, uh, although that was better than sometimes he's called. He's called. He's called uh, BP Harris, the president, three mm-hmm. times in the last few months. He's he's obviously going downhill. We all know that, sadly. Mm-hmm. And if we, uh, if each of us, if we live long enough, guess what? We're going downhill too. So it happens to everybody. It's just so what happens he's the president of the United States, which to your point, Steve, is kind of scary because he's having to make uh, decisions that affect our us on the world stage even. Yep. And uh, he sounds like he's ready for about a three-hour nap in the middle of the afternoon. And you just wonder who's in control. Ray?
2: The problem is, I suppose, Tim, we've heard so many of these. You almost – your you, your brain almost gets numb to it because we've come to expect uh, once a day the president right. is going to have a moment like that. Where he clearly, he had some kind of thought there, and then it just it wandered away from him, and we're all left going, uh, uh, right. "What did you mean, Mr. President?" Right. And it is it is concerning to have a man in that situation uh, <laughs> filling, yeah, you know, f- filling the role at the White House. Yeah.
1: J- I, I've read a lot about, um, a, a, a president's schedule. Mm -hmm. All right. Doesn't matter whether you're a Democrat or Republican. I'm talking about, uh, the, uh, expect daily expectations for you mentally every day. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, granted the president of the States has anything and everything he wants at his disposal, all right so life life from a physical standpoint is pretty easy uh, as far as that goes okay not all of us can take marine one where we are <laughs> our Air Force one so, so so there are the benefits that make life easier as a president however the reason you want to do that for your president is because it's mentally and emotionally a a grind that very few people are are have the uh, have the makeup to to carry through with. Yeah. Uh, because listen, the president of the United States he has to get a national security briefing every single morning, mm-hmm. and they're saying that could take half an hour to an hour, and he's supposed to read it all right before he meets with his uh, uh, intelligence team which is maybe one or two people, I think maybe be, uh, and his chief of staff. That's just to set the day for your, uh, you know, what's happening in the world, right? If if you want proof
2: of that, just think of those before and after pictures of presidents. We saw Mr. Reagan at the beginning of two terms, Mr. Reagan at the end, G.W. Bush the same way, Barack Obama. He came in a young man and a lot of, you know— He looked worn out by the end, and and the same thing, I think, with Mr. Trump. So the pressure in that position is unbearable, and it is unrelenting. It wears down the strongest of people, and I think it's taking its toll on Joe Biden.
0: This is the president's schedule today at 9.30, All Times Eastern. He got the presidential daily briefing. The next thing he's doing is at 12.30— he is having a, uh, a remarks, de- re- delivering remarks with uh, Stephen Breyer, Supreme Court Justice Breyer, where they will announce his retirement. And then at 3.30, he's receiving a weekly economic meeting. That's it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That, well, that's it. But that's a lot. Uh, if that's you- what's scheduled. And that's huh? the public part. Have- that's the public part, right? Yes. Yeah. I mean by that, I mean that no three meetings isn't a lot, Steve. But three meetings of that <laughs> substance mm. is a lot to people to.
2: And isn't it the truth? He's meeting with people in and out, making phone yeah. calls, meeting with his advisors pretty much from the moment he wakes up until the moment he goes to sleep. Yeah. So- if
1: if you could give uh, some of the White House staff truth serum, okay, including <laughs> Jen Psaki, they would they would tell you they're worried too. Sure. Because we all see what's happening to President Biden. It, it's, it's, it, it's not every day mm-hmm. on display because people in his condition have good days and bad days. And maybe you can have three good days and then you're going to have two really bad ones. But that's not, that's not the kind of person you want in charge of the free world. No. All right. Or with all the responsibilities we've talked about here. But I don't know what we do about it because uh, he is president. And if unless he steps down, he will be president for the next three years. My guess is that uh, after the, the shellacking that the Republicans give the Democrats in the fall, that Mr. Biden will—I'm just guessing—will probably step down for health reasons. Uh, I don't think—I don't. Uh, surely his wife won't want him to continue. He's not going to get anything done anyway. Mm-hmm as far as legislatively he is, there's no challenge there it's just basically walk the dog and you know uh, do 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 your uh handle international affairs and are there some international affairs going on right now that uh that we need good strong american leadership on but we'll see what uh, happens if like we talked last hour what happens if biden steps down mm-hmm. uh, then, then what then uh I don't even want to think about it. But Vice President Harris, if she doesn't go to Supreme Court, then she becomes
3: mm-hmm.
1: – uh, let, let's move on, Steve. I'm having sure. – I'm, I'm starting to have a <laughs> physical reaction to, to these, <laughs> these words I'm speaking. <laughs> what ifs?
0: All right, let's, uh, let's talk about this. Um, is anybody in this room or listening to me on the radio here tired of being called racist or homophobic or a bigot? Just because you, you have a disagreement with somebody on the left?
1: Um, better known as cancel culture. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, uh, Nick Freitas, who is a delegate, a Republican delegate in the Virginia House um, legislature, has had enough of it. And uh, I want you to hear what he's saying about it. Someone asked him, he said, uh, one of his colleagues on the Democrat side said, uh, are you going to be nice this, uh, this session, because apparently he has a, a reputation of speaking
3: his mind. This was his answer, cut eight. I've never got on this floor and I've challenged the faith of an elected official because I disagreed with them on policy. I've never got on this floor, Mr. Speaker, and suggested that the other side of the way aisle were racist because they didn't agree with my particular policy positions. I've never suggested they were sexist because they didn't agree with my particular policy positions but I'm keeping a running tally so far of this session, we're not very far into it, and almost every day, almost every day, someone on the other side of the aisle either gets up and either subtly, or comes right out and suggests that if you don't agree with them on policy, well, then you're not a Christian, you're a sexist, you're a bigot, you're a racist. And there's been a lot of times we've sat here politely and just took it. Mr. Speaker, not this time. But if you're going to question the faith of the intentions of anybody that happens to disagree with you on policy, then you don't get to lecture us on compassion, tolerance, or an open debate. Thank you, Mr. Speaker.
1: Who was that? Where was that?
3: His name is Nick Freitas.
0: He's a Virginia Republican delegate to the House of Delegates in, in the state of Virginia. So he
1: went all D. Snyder on him.
0: I guess he did. Yeah. <laughs> huh? <laughs>
1: that ha- that kind of thing. It has to be said every now and then. For those who don't have D. Snyder's greatest hits. <laughs> the, we're not gonna take it. We're not, we're not gonna, gonna take, take it. it. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend that for as a you know, on your iPod or whatever. Yeah, but I'm not. just I'm just saying that's that's what I'm talking about for those who. Don't
3: but I mean, know. it's not just happening in Virginia. Yeah,
1: no, I I think uh, people are tired of hearing that, right? Because. The racist thing is thrown out every day all over America. If you disagree with the Democrats, you're a racist, and and yeah, nobody likes to be called that. But it does. It's it's basically meaningless now. Uh, they, they listen. The Democrats say that the filibuster in the Senate is a racist relic. They use it. They used it 250 times against Trump to keep him from getting anything done. Uh, they're liars. They're hypocrites. They use the race card to try to shut down debate and discussion because they know it scares people, and they don't want to be called that or tagged that. They feel, people feel like they'll be canceled, their career will be over, if, the, if that sticks with them. They, so the Democrats like, but you overplay your hand, It's like the uh, burr rabbit, okay? Uh, Not burr rabbit, the boy that cried wolf. I got my fables. Is it Aesop's? (laughs) Are those both Aesop's? I'm not sure. No, burr rabbit's not Aesop's. It was Mm -hmm. more modern. Anyway, the idea is you overuse something, and and so you to the point where it becomes uh, a meaningless charge. Ray, you wanna? Is that Aesop's or what was that? Uh, I had an a. Didn't I have one of them right? I'm not
2: sure. Burr Rabbit's not. It's definitely not Burr Rabbit. The boy that cried wolf. Right.
1: Is that just to know? Anyway, you, you get the point. Go ahead, Ray. Talk about that, if you would.
2: I think the Democrats are hoping. Well, in fact, they're betting that the American public has a very short memory because you factually put it out there. The Democrats used the filibuster against Mr. Trump hundreds of times they are betting that the public either won't remember that or if they do they won't care and you know what um it is true the that the public memory is pretty short these days tim but yes they are liars and yes Mm -hmm. they are hypocrites
1: yeah and we saw we saw
2: that on display with joe biden's speech in atlanta a few weeks ago where
1: basically said if you don't agree with me on the on the changes needed in voting, you're a racist. Yes, even Democrats. Some Democrats condemned him for that.
0: Right. Greg Gutfeld on Fox has a saying. I've heard him say it a couple times. I think it's it's very true. Uh, Conservatives think that liberals are wrong. Liberals think that conservatives are evil. Yeah. (laughs) And and not
1: yes, I agree with that Uh, as a general observation. That's true.
0: It's a whole different mindset. Yeah.
1: Next uh, Next topic.
0: Guess what? If you want to have uh, life back <laughs> to normal, no more COVID restrictions, uh, no more any shutdowns, lockdowns, mask requirements, move to Denmark. They have become the first European Union country to scrap every COVID restriction on the books.
1: Now, Sweden's not far behind them. They, they scrapped most everything the other day. Too. Spain, well, Spain announced that it's ready to get over it. And uh, Britain? Yeah, Breton too. Mm. Yes, <clears throat> so people, you know, it, it just comes to a point uh, to the you know Denmark. We just got to learn to live with it. Well, you know what? The omicron spreading like wildfire, mm-hmm. and nothing stopping it. I don't care if you're vaccinated or not vaccinated. Nothing is stopping omicron. It is going crazy where we mm-hmm. live mm-hmm. as far as spreading, and so I don't know if it's doing the same thing in Kansas City area, Ray.
2: Exactly the same thing.
1: Yeah. So nothing's stopping the omicron variant. Uh, and nobody wants to see anybody get sick, that's terrible. Mm -hmm. However, uh, the, if this Omicron is going to run wild, like it is the upside of that is that, uh, we should be able to get back to normal life by normal. I'm talking about before COVID in the next two or three months, uh, because, because what's what's going to be the point of any kind of uh, mandates or lockdowns or prohibitions or testing or anything like that. If this thing has already run through the whole population, mm-hmm. then what, then what are the, what are your, what are these uh, uh, mandates? Are these restrictions? What are you trying to prevent yeah. that hadn't already happened, mm-hmm. which is happening? We're in the, we're in the uh, probably the middle of it. I don't know. Maybe we're on the, Downside of the hill,
3: they say they that mid, started mid, in December, mid-February,
1: mid-February. They say it should be out of here, mid-February. Be gone it It should have been gone through the worst. Yeah, side. if you go by the South African experience, mm-hmm. and what's happening in some of the European countries? Mm-hmm. So if everybody's had COVID, <laughs> then what do you? What's the point of wearing a mask? Or you know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah. So but that they,
1: that could be that's what I'm saying could be the upside. Uh, it could. We could come to an uh, endemic instead of a pandemic situation.
0: It what what amazes me, and maybe they just don't know how to pump the brakes. But you have companies like Facebook, uh, the social, big social, who is still censoring anybody that says anything halfway, um, even scientific, even facts. You can't present them if it might make someone think twice about getting a vaccine. They're they're still going the cancel machine, the 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 truth. Uh, dictators are going full bore. They haven't stopped a bit. I don't know how they're going to come to an immediate stop or at all.
1: Well, they may not, but I'm just saying countries are going to say, like Denmark, like Sweden, like what's happened. You said Spain's getting ready to do this. Mm -hmm. Great Britain. Uh, Countries are just going to say, look, uh, what's the point – what is the point of us checking people, or testing people anymore? Because everybody's already got it or had it. Mm-hmm. Now there may come along, God forbid, some more uh, lethal st- strand of COVID. I, I hope and pray not. We all do. Mm-hmm. But this Omicron is not lethal. Uh, in this, in like Delta was, or the original uh, COVID. Not as much, was.
0: huh? Not as much.
1: Not as much. Yeah. You know, I've, what I've, am I? I'm hearing some music. Somebody got up. smooth jazz on their That's phone? That's me. My alarm. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got going there, Steve?
0: I had to remind myself I've got to go pick up some prescriptions after the show. I, <laughs> what did sorry. you not
1: do you not know you would be on national radio at eleven twenty five? I
0: um I think I meant eleven thirty five, but yeah. Was that Sorry Al? That. Was that
1: Al Green, or who was that?
0: Who was that? Let me, I'll tell you who that was. Tell me your
1: I don't, your your playlist is not covered by HIPAA laws. Steve. It probably
0: <laughs> isn't. Um, <laughs> the playlist at eleven thirty five was or twenty five. <clears throat> uh, Beatles, don't let me down. Okay. Well.
1: Okay. <laughs> okay good. The Beatles. You, what? Don't let me down.
0: Don't let me down. Bruce? No, that was uh, John Lennon. I know.
1: No, I admit. <laughs> Don't bring me down. (laughs) And it's not Bruce. And that's ELO, not the Beatles. Uh, Next story, Steve.
0: All right, Um, let's do this. Neil Young, the rocker from uh, the. We already did this story. Now you know that. Yeah,
1: we did it. You mean where you played na 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 na? Hey hey hey, goodbye. I I thought
0: was that on Neil Young. Yeah, you did that. All right. That's you not did. my last story. Okay. <laughs> I have another you one you. You did that story two days ago. Sorry about trying, that. I'm just I trying thought...
1: to help. Thank Neil you. Young I need Spot- to help. Neil Young told Spotify it's me or Joe uh, Joe Rogan. Yeah. And Spotify said, Joe Rogan's got 14 million, uh, and we'll see you later, Neil. Okay? All
0: right. Sorry about that. Next story. Amazon Prime Video is working on a docuseries, and uh, they are going to be looking at shows like The Duggars, uh, 19 kids accounting counting on the the spinoff the plath family of plath uh, welcome to the the Bates family of bringing up Bates these are all these popular large Christian families this is going to be for from everybody that I've talked to this is going to be a hit piece because they are all connected or taking advice from this group called Institute in Basic life principles you may remember them as basic youth conflicts in the 70s and 80s it is a conservative Christian group, and I might not, we might not agree with everything they say as far as uh, how the they say hit, What's it, the hit piece? Well, they are going to be. Are you talking about Bill Gothard? Yes. Okay. They're going to be mocking. Is he still around? I, I don't know if he's around, but his, his institute he's is. He's alive. He <laughs> is? Okay. Um, but um, his, they're going to be taking down these families for their Christian faith. Aware Netflix? This is uh, Amazon Prime.
1: What you're saying is they're going to portray these uh, families
0: as what as co- nut like, jobs backwards. Well, they already do. Yes, color well, me shocked. Nothing. So shocked. Yeah. Steve. They might, yeah. but you still have um, networks like TLC and Up TV yeah. that are.
1: Oh, they have sure. a huge following yeah. on these huge, uh, alternative huge. channels. Right. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't like Ray's talking about this. They people try to portray those folks with big families as nuts anyway. Right, yeah, so. but this
0: one, the difference here is they're they're connecting it to the Christian their Christian beliefs more centrally than they have before,
2: sure, it's going they're going they're going to come after conservative Christians, but yeah, what else is new right,
0: right,
1: right. but uh all right, Steve, thank you. my pleasure. Were and you, thanks for helping. You, by the way, you have uh, some kind of appointment you need to make. I do. <laughs> <Huh>? <laughs> thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, your, don't bring your, me down now. <laughs> your Beatles ringer went off. <laughs> Fred, thank you. You're welcome. Ray, appreciate it. You bet. Thank you, Tim. Let me see if I can remember, remember everybody to thank uh, the doctor from Indiana. Yes. Uh, she was very good. And then uh, Jan Markel. Mm-hmm. And Brent Creeley, our producer. Chris. Is anybody else? Chris Chris Woodward. Woodward. Chris Woodburn. Yep. Brother Chris. All right, Trivia Friday tomorrow. We'll see you back here then, everybody. Have a great afternoon.